0: Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40k's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan LaPlante and players Tom McGee as interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairly, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borvik as Sister Olien Mina. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band once again heard a psycho-based voice speaking of a young Count Kornos. Nero remained convinced that Horace was still alive, Seth, Olien, and Piper revealed that they had each been blackmailed by a different house leader, and Olien misinterpreted advice about Nero. But to what end? Who knows what Seth did? And more immediately, who just burst into their rooms? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy.
1: From the Chirurgians recordings of the mutterings of Fabius Bile. Prayer, the last refuge of the damned. I really must investigate the neuropsychological benefits of selective surgery on the right parietal lobe when this is all over. If we could but remove such foolishness from the outset, my task might be easier. Prayer, discussions about religion, all of these things can help fulfill the soul of Sister Oli and Mina. But they are not the most helpful uh, when killers burst in through the windows of the bedroom of Nero Abagnale. Uh Nero, you're awoken as windows shatter and people burst into your room. I think we'll have to do a cool check. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, difficulty, I'm going to say... You were asleep, but you're paranoid. I'm going to say three. OK. But that's nice. I will give you one setback, because I think you were sleepy. But we also know you have Imperial Conditioning, so I think we'll call it just difficulty three. Yeah, I dig that. Um, cool. This test is for whether or not you react quickly enough to get your gun and move first um yes
2: we, we may discuss what he does instead of reaching for the gun but yes that's that. also uh, totally viable. great and if i'm remembering our story points correctly we're at zero and four right now you zero i got all five baby you got nothing all right i wouldn't have spent one anyway because i was a sleepy boy i wouldn't be waking up to fate uh let's see what happens <laughs> ah yeah that sounds about right three failure one threat great um <laughs> so they come in through the
1: windows uh One of them yells, this is for you, Seth. uh, And they open fire. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they are firing last pistols. Wait,
3: what? (laughs) Can we hear this?
1: Uh, I mean, Nero does. Uh, From the other room, what I will say that happens simultaneously is uh, you all hear the front door kicked open. Uh, and a loud bang as a grenade goes off in the living room. But none of you are in the living room. You're in the bathroom or your separate uh, bedrooms. Uh, But it's clear hostiles are present. Um, Obviously, they've moved, but you guys will get the chance to move against them. I will say, Sister Mina, you have nothing because you went into the bathroom. You would not have brought your weapons into the bathroom.
3: Are are you sure about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I feel
3: she. I feel she takes the. It is her, her security blanket shield. <laughs> I, th- I would say that it goes everywhere with her. Also,
2: so is it like I your cell phone, mention. where you just like would prop it near the bath, just so right? You can see but it? Okay. also,
3: also, I I failed to mention is that part of bathing herself is also bathing her weapons because adeptus is part of their like religious thing is taking care of all of their stuff and making sure it's clean so she was also planning on cleaning her weapons yeah you
2: really don't want a dandruffy shield okay
1: um (laughs) i will i will negotiate with you here i will say you have your shield okay but you don't have the other stuff you wouldn't actually clean your weapons in water that would rust them so it's It doesn't make sense. Uh, (laughs) What I will say is you would have your shield because if that's of religious significance and you were going to make a religious call, I would believe you have that in the room with you. we are going to have a religious
0: movement, if you will.
1: You will have time, however, to carry the shield out into this round or to start to get dressed. There will will have to be a choice there. Um, Seth, you have your gear with you, obviously, uh, except for your armor. Uh, Piper, you were probably... uh, You were asleep, so you just... Your piper but warden is fully geared up but most importantly we're in the room with nero abigail <laughs> um where they have yelled uh this is for you seth and then they are opening fire with
2: last pistols so i'm just building their pool here all right so normally i have a defensive two. however my uh my my sweet protector uh mina Stripped me of my coat before putting me to sleepy time, so I only have a defense of one right now for my armored body glove. Okay, um, unless they, I have a bulletproof sheet. You know, if it's one of those hotels with <laughs> bulletproof sheets, but I don't think so. No, did. they
0: didn't fortify
2: the inside. How oh, we really should have booked with gold points, uh. not with standard points. This is on us. <laughs>
1: All right, so they have uh, two yellow and one green. Uh, this is at close range, but not engaged. So it'll be uh, two purple. Uh, they get one setback for your armored body glove, and I will give them another setback for having, essentially, they're still hooked up to their ropes having sure. just come yeah, through the window. Sense. Yep. Uh, let's see what, do you not? Know yeah, I'm going to use a story point. Let's do this. These guys are, are nasty. Let's get the story points in the game while I got them. It's like,
0: I want story points back, but I also don't want you to use them.
1: <laughs> this is this is Fair. the trade.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh All right, let me confirm this damage and then it'll be it'll be interesting. So they they both open fire and just rake the
2: bed uh with last pistols. Oh, um so you're supposed to make the bed, not rake yes. the bed, make um, the bed. <laughs> what is your what is your soak, Tom? Uh, well, my soak is normally six, uh, but I'm only wearing my my bulletproof pajamas. So my soak is... Uh, Bronze plus bulletproof pajamas. So it's... Uh, i albeit four. Okay, so
1: you will take um, four uh, points of damage that get through your soak from uh, being damaged because it was actually hey, eight. Hey. Uh, and because of an unlucky roll on their part, uh, <laughs> uh, you also take a critical injury. So just a second, I need to find out what that is. Uh, a sudden jolt, uh, which would normally make you drop whatever is in your hand. What I will say is uh, you flail for the gun on the desk beside you, but instead of grabbing it, you actually hit it across the room behind them. Love it. Um, and you have been hit with, uh, with last fire. So that is what happens in that room. Uh, you are now in this collective phase of getting to respond uh, as they continue to, to close in on you. Uh, what I will say is, Nero, you see them draw uh, swords, short, short, functional swords, uh, closer to a cutlass than a traditional blade. Uh, they are in black fatigues with black, uh, masks, full head masks with just eye holes, full mouth covered, uh, gloves, boots, um, looking professional, um, all the, all the pockets and accoutrement you would expect from, uh, professional assassins, essentially. Um, Nero, what do you do? And then we'll cut outside to the room. Okay.
2: Um, uh just kind of like wheezing um uh, i'll just mutter it's going to take more than that to kill seth corbin um and then i'll uh just yell warden um and uh i'm going to uh, thrust out uh my my hands hard um and uh flip the uh the gauntlet um around uh, Ryan, when you built our dear sweet boy Nero, you gave him an axe. I don't feel like he carries an axe around because that's too metal for for our sweet squishy boy. Um, so I really think this is like a like Jack Kirby Eternals like fucking weird. Like I have blades on my arms, not in a cool like Assassin's Creed way, but literally like flip the gauntlet up like I'm Buzz Lightyear and it's got an edge on it. So I can like slash at people ineffectively because I suck at melee combat, but it's the best he's got. So I'm going to flip that around and kind of like struggle back on the bed into like a very cowardly, like come at me stance uh, and just hope I can fend them off until Warden shows up. So I want to drop into uh, defensive.
1: Okay. Yeah. Defensive that, that's, is my, that's it's totally my axe, valid. my axe gauntlet. So they are closing in on you. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, the other three of you are all in your individual rooms. You don't know what anyone else is doing, but you've just heard a grenade go off. I think you're all combat savvy enough to be able to recognize that sound uh, and recognize that was not a flashbang, that was a frag grenade. So there is shrapnel that has gone around that room. Oh, Um, shit. You know you have moments before uh, whoever has done what sounds like a very textbook uh, combat entry will start kicking in the rest of the doors, but you do have a moment to turn the momentum to back. So, what do each of you do? I will say, or do you know what? Let's let's do a roll for this. So we can keep this really easy. This was going to be cool because it's not your ability to be ready for an ambush. This is just your speed of response to an ambush that is happening. Uh, no difficulty. This is just to get a, a number.
0: Sorry, Ryan. What was that? Cool. Cool. Okay.
1: Uh, no difficulty. It's just. Uh, to this is for out initiative. Is. Yes. This is
4: for initiative.
0: Okay. I can use vigilance. <laughs> I just got six advantages. Whoa. Okay. Damn.
4: I didn't roll correctly, so I'm just going to re-roll here.
0: Uh, three advantages for me.
4: One
1: success. All right. Um, Tyler, can you roll me a D6? Yep. Actually, roll me two D6, and then tell me their numbers individually.
4: Okay, the first roll was a one. The second one is a three.
1: Great. Uh while you are all about to prepare to burst out into the open and deal with the problem, uh, your doors are kicked in. Uh, one of them, uh team, a single member, kicks into the bathroom, where Mina, you are scrabbling for uh, your shield. And another kicks open the door to Piper's room. Piper, can you roll me? Uh, do you know what? I don't even need you to do it. Uh, Warden's going to get to go first, because Warden is Warden, and there's no way Warden, Fair. <laughs> Warden was the one person expecting him. And an someone very handsome warned him, so... Mm. True, true. Uh, so, can you roll me an attack from an attack from Warden, uh, shooting? Unless you think Warden style would be to close to immediate uh, melee, which would also be allowed.
0: Mm, I think it's faster to shoot. Great, he's getting the job done. So that's just him with the help pistol, right?
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, difficulty will be two. Uh, the defense is. One, so one setback die.
0: Okay, one sec. Difficulty two, and one I will.
1: Yeah, I will use a a story point uh, because this is an ambush coming out of nowhere to increase one of your difficulties to a red.
0: Okey dokey.
1: Great. Let's see what happens. Roland
0: <laughs> Two successes, one triumph, and one threat.
5: Right, space marine. That's right. It's me, one of the biggest, toughest orcs in the biggest, toughest war in the galaxy. If you think that you and all your other beaky boys are gonna come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever, then you're gonna need a hell of a lot of help, and you're gonna need it from Patreon.com/dumdumdice. i hear for just one of your. Imperium Dollars, you can join a Patreon-only Discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans. Or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're gonna to need to rev up that chainsword, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait. No, don't. Don't do it. No. No, don't do it. Oh, well, it's charged up by the power of patreon.com slash dice. that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Moraine!
0: Jeez, Warden.
1: And it's a Hell Pistol, which does how much damage?
0: A hell Pistol uh, does eight damage.
1: Base plus
0: plus two successes, plus the triumph.
1: Plus the triumph. Uh, I think this is a co- <laughs> the grenade goes off. You're both scrambling to get awareness. A guy kicks in the door and just takes a Hell Pistol shot right to the face. Like he's just in the door and dead nice. instantly uh, in Piper's room. Uh, meanwhile, Mina, yep. someone is kicked in the door uh, and they are going to be opening fire at you. Um, they are carrying a last gun. Uh, so let's see what happens. Uh, your defense, as you don't have the shield yet, you're getting it okay. in hand, but it's not up because they yes. acted before you got to. Um, so your defense is essentially negligible. It's because nothing.
3: Yeah, because don't I don't, have, because the I don't have armor on. I don't have a sword. I don't have a shield.
1: Yeah. Again. All right, let's see what happens. Ugh, of course. Uh They get two advantage and one failure is their their roll result, which is I should use a story point. But (laughs) I forgot. Uh, No, but uh, what I will say is uh, they fire and knock your shield further away from them. Mm -hmm. Uh, They miss you, but tag the shield. It doesn't damage the shield, but it bounces it across the bathroom. So you'll either have the option of going back to get the shield or charging at them without it. But you're going to have to choose one or the other for next turn.
2: This is the equivalent of like washing your car and then it rains. Like you just cleaned the shield. Now it's all floor <laughs> dirty again. My god. Yeah, Seth, what do you want to do?
4: I think hearing all this commotion, does he does he hear things like this is for you, Seth?
1: Uh, is that I being think shouted I think you would hear this is for you, Seth, from the distance right at yeah. the gate. Now all this action is happening at the same time. Like uh, yeah, Nero yeah. is yelling that he is Seth, while you know gunfire is happening in the bathroom, while a hell pistol is shooting a guy in the face while he kicks in a door. So you're hearing just a tremendous amount of violence, but it's all really fast
4: um, okay. and really nasty. All right, um, yeah. So some of us, you know, openly and vehemently worship. The emperor, some of us, it seems, worship Horace. Uh, (laughs) Seth uh, worships at the altar of Seth Corbin, folks. So he's going to, um, (laughs) he's also in terrible shape um, after the day he's had. So he's going to, um, he's going to spring out of bed as best he can. And he's going to put his, push his mattress up against the door to buy him precious seconds to put his armor on.
1: Great. Um, So Seth is strapping himself into gear uh meanwhile uh inside the bedroom uh and realistically through the rest of the place but inside the bedroom mainly uh the two mercenaries are closing in on you you're clearly outclassed but nero Mm. is has taken a defensive stance what does that mean for us mechanically
5: yeah yeah
2: so when you take a guarded stance it basically means you realize that you're outclassed and you're probably going to get your ass kicked and you want to get your ass kicked the least amount you can (laughs) so it means that i will add it's a maneuver so it's like my full full action other than yelling a couple times um i add uh one setback to any combat checks i make until the end of my next turn however i also gain melee defense one on top of my existing melee defense until the end of uh my next turn Great. so basically i'm giving up combat ability to give myself a little bit more it's, it's setback for setback really we're just trading
1: okay and uh what do you
2: what is your already base melee defense uh it's not great uh without my sweet sweet coat um so currently i'm sitting at just to minus some things here so i'm dropping uh uh so my normal normal melee defense is two i lost the coat so it's one but i'm in defensive coward stance so i add one so uh, i use my stupid wrist axe to just keep them at my sort of scythe
1: gauntlet to keep them at, at bay great i am going to use a story point because he is, they are they're coming in swinging. Hmm. Uh, you do have story points. Would you use one in return for your own frantic Um
2: Yeah, realistically, like from a meta perspective, no, bad call. <laughs> but from a neuro perspective, I've just told them that I am Seth Corbin, and I'm just trying to stay alive until Warden gets here. So yes, I'll 100 uh, burn a, a story point, please, to make that a bit harder. Great. All uh, right, and oops, sorry. No, go, go for a thing. Oh, man, I just gave you a proper Canadian oop. Um, Yeah. um, I will say... um, (laughs) I'll just, in a panic, yell. I have a kill switch! Um, And just, like, hold a fist up. uh, And uh, I'm going to call that my clever retort which is once per social or combat encounter, I could use this talent to add two threats to an opponent's role by saying something cruel, clever, or distracting. It's none of the above, but I'm hoping it's dark enough that me just doing this while flailing my stupid gauntlet is enough to, like, make them think
1: twice. Oh, wow. Cause
2: hesitation. All right, let's yep. let's let's see what happens.
1: So that means... Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. You would think that would stop them, uh, but between the two of them, <laughs> no, one, of them bats, one of them bats your weapon aside uh, and just... Smashes your gauntlet and it ends up stuck in the bed uh, behind you. So you can't even raise it forward to defend yourself. Uh, and you realize the situation <laughs> almost surreally smoke has begun to build at the floor of the room as this second figure steps towards you mm. uh, and they raise their cutlass and they're about to slam it down onto your exposed neck. Uh, When a flash of color appears around you and a scintillating blade appears over your shoulder and blocks it. And Nero, you look up and see what you would recognize, I think, as an Eldari uh, in... A, like massive robes, and, and a, they're floating an inch off the ground with a belt around their waist, moving <laughs> with perfect form and grace, even almost as dancing while holding still, one could describe it, with just flashes of color and digitized energy appearing around them. Uh, they are in a full face mask that hides their face, uh, with a white pearlescent cover on it. Uh, and they just uh, say something in Aeldari that y- I don't think you speak Aeldari, do you?
2: I can roll a check. Give me some forbidden lore, baby. Yeah, man. Because I might not. But (laughs) yeah, I will say. Uh, Yep, forbidden lore works. Um, What uh, what difficulty are we playing with here, dude?
1: I'm going to say this is difficulty four for this one. Or you know, uh, yeah, difficulty four because a uh, there are a lot of dialects of Aldari, and b it's a combat scenario, which are the two things that
2: boost it up from where it would otherwise be. Cool beans. Um, I will take it. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, I don't think I can make any arguments for boost on this because um, it's this is more a passive, just like obviously in shock. like He's not cool with this. Uh, it's just whether or not his brain registers it. Um, great. I'm going to roll. Yeah. One failure. Don't get it. I miss it. Just yeah. Distracted
1: you- by imminent death. You don't make it out, um, but you are shocked, and clearly so are your attackers uh, who freeze in place. Uh, And this Eldari uh, spins their blade around in a wickering circle as they backflip over you. It's like a gymnast as though they'd gone off a beam, only this Eldar went from standing uh, to swinging forwards. Uh, And they behead the warrior who had just stabbed you, and twirling their sword and a blade, stab up through the groin of the other warrior, and the blade comes out the back of the mercenary's neck. And they would Withdraw it with no blood whatsoever. The blood just begins to pool out of the
2: bodies uh, as they hit the ground. And slowly I'll uh, open my fist and just say, I told you assholes I had a bomb. And then I'll wet myself. I'm fucking terrified. (laughs) But I still want to get that fucking line in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the the sword-bladed Eldar does not respond to these words. Just backflips forward and perfectly out the window. Uh, but when you look at the window, there's another Eldari in position, uh, crouched at last Spider-Man in the window, only much taller, almost seven feet tall originally, with plumage, a flowing cloak, uh, and a massive uh, force stave in their hand, uh, twirling uh, like the the central. Pillar that you would see in old fantasy festivals. Like, it's just got all things around it, Mm. covered in uh, black and white diamonds, as well as diamonds of every color, with the same uh, contorting uh, prismatic air uh, surrounding them in a variety of colors. Their mask is smiling, but it's just a smile. There are no eyes, there's nothing else, uh, and there's a plume of feathers uh, coming out of the back of the, the helmet. And they look at you and just say, in heavily accented Gothic, Count Cornos, not yet. Forget the past. Watch the future. Chase the dream. And they backflip out of the room, and the smoke disappears. Uh, and if you run to the window, I don't know if you're a run I to the I can't. I'm stuck to the yeah, stuck, stuck to, to
2: the bed. And honestly, I would be making no movements because I don't want anything to be considered a threat. So I'll just wave with my like gauntleted hand uh, in a kind of ineffectual way. And I'm just like, this is very much like, you know, someone pushed me out of the way of the train and I'm just like, okay, I'll just hang out here. I, yeah, I don't think you would. Harlequins are scary and I'm not going after them. They can just go, it's cool.
1: (laughs) So they're gone. Uh, Meanwhile, outside, uh, what is everyone doing? Mina, you are in the bathroom with your assailant. Yep. I think we'll cut to there next. That feels like the most urgent of any of these stories. So, Mina, how do you react? Your shield has been thrown away from your attacker. Your armed attacker is closing in on you, uh, reaching for a melee weapon, a sword at their side. But what do you do?
3: Yeah, I think she's going to go back and go after the shield and, like, get behind it because she has nothing else. Like, she could try to punch this man, but that's not very smart. So she's she's going to at least get the shield, but she has nothing else on <laughs>
1: Great. Uh, I will say you do get the shield up. Uh, and because we're in fight time, whereas everybody yep. else is in moving towards fight time, we'll just continue with this for a moment. So they will open fire. But your deflect is now three, I think, Correct. with the shield? Yes. Yeah. Uh, which means, uh, Three advantage, one failure. So I think they're just closing in on you. This is the Mm -hmm. walk forward Mm -hmm. and keep shooting, only you've managed to crouch down and your shield is just deflecting everything as they come towards you. Uh, But they have drawn their melee weapon and are about to strike. However, you have the initiative now because they've had to switch from shooting to sword,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: which represents, you know, that role. (laughs) Yep. What do you do?
3: Oh, she's just going to use the shield and be behind it and barrel into them. So using the shield as a melee weapon by itself and just smack them.
1: Great. Is this trying to injure them with the shield, like the side swipe to the head, or is this trying to bull rush them out of the bathroom into an area where you might be able to get help?
3: Yeah. Just trying to like push and bull rush the person back and hoping, hoping that like, yeah, there's more people outside of it, but yeah.
1: Great. I will leave this up to you then whether or not you want it to be an athletics brawn or whether you want it to be a melee strike.
3: Um, yeah, my For the well role. Do, um, we know the purpose. We'll now. do a, yeah, we'll do a melee strike then.
1: Great. Uh, The defense against that will be one. So one setback die. Uh, The difficulty for a melee strike between engaged parties is always two, so two purple. Uh, And then you can use your melee light.
3: All right. And then the shield should be a second setback because it's inaccurate. That is correct. Okay. So that's two green, three yellow, two purple, and two setback.
1: And you do have story points, just to flag it no we're
3: good (laughs) we'll keep them for everyone else three successes three advantages which means i triggered knockdown because it's knockdown of one nice and then that means i if i'm doing damage (laughs) does does it still count for that or is it i
1: think yeah yeah because because you rolled with uh, the setback for using it as an attacking weapon so i think this would include damage in your overall goal so what is the damage stat on your shield
3: eight Eight plus Eight. three.
1: <laughs> plus three. So you're doing 11 damage at the gate. Um, yep. Yeah, that's plus the knockdown.
3: Plus knockdown.
1: I think, yeah, you 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 hammer it forwards and activate the field. So it's just screaming against their skin. Uh, and they're screaming in turn <laughs> as with the fury of your righteous vengeance you actually throw them about 10 feet into the, the living room where they collapse through the coffee table that you had or whatever the imperial equivalent of that, like a golden, shitty, Trumpian coffee table mm-hmm. just gets smashed to bits uh, and a corpse is laying there. However, because you did have a very good role, you are not th- thrust out into the living room in case there are more foes. You're still within the bathroom. You just hit them hard enough that they went flying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Piper and Warden, what are you doing? Or just Warden, if you want to move in combat with Warden. I thought you might.
0: Um, yeah. Who's who's left in where in my room?
1: Uh, there is a Warden dead guy took who down
0: t- the one guy.
1: Dead guy who tried to kick in the door. Yeah, uh, that is it. Uh, you do. He, I would say Warden did hear uh, the interrogator yell his name from the other room. If that would influence Warden's behavior, I think most likely this is probably a Laura plays as Warden. Not Laura plays. <laughs> type yeah, scenario. as yeah.
0: much as I would love to use Piper's powers. I think I think Warden would act so swiftly on this. Um so yeah, I think he's just like he's basically like the second like even before the guy has like dropped to the ground, he's like stepping around and like out the door to to see where Nero called.
1: Great. Um as he steps into the central living area, there is another combatant there heading towards Nero's room having heard the yell of I'm Seth Corbin <laughs> yeah. uh, but they are looking over their shoulder and seeing Warden they haven't turned to engage Warden yet so what does Warden do
0: he he the gun the gun is already up like
1: then it was just
0: ready to track so
1: yeah yeah if he's coming out in a combat stance that makes <laughs> sense to me so he's just yeah. John wicking his way out which 100%. is
0: delightful.
1: Uh let's do a combat roll then so it'll be melee or a uh, ranged light yep Difficulty will be two. Okay. And I'll give you a boost because you're coming up on somebody from behind. So I don't think they'll be as prepared as they Mm -hmm. might otherwise be. Uh, They have defensive one. So one setback die for their gear.
0: One, Sorry, one setback?
1: One setback, yes. Okay.
0: Um, And... No, I'm just going to roll with that. That sounds good. Oh, ugh. one threat. Fucking Warden. One threat.
1: I think uh, you, you open fire, and but the other party uh, ducks and rolls. You are dealing with professionals. These aren't low-level hit people. So the moment they look back and spot Warden, they dive into a roll, and okay. Warden's hell pistol shots punch holes in the walls uh, across. Seth, you're strapped into your gear at this point. What do you do?
4: Uh, I activate the cloaking. Um, if that's still functional after taking gunfire, uh, uh, so let's. Really
1: I mean. think you'd have at least one backup. Like you, okay. you don't know how long you're being inserted for, and you had the ability yeah. to bring cases full of stuff. So, okay. yeah,
4: um, yeah. So I activate the cloaking.
1: Is cloak co- your coat or your armor?
4: Just for my brain. It's for the armor. Yeah. So I'm okay. not wearing mm. my coat. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, and having the armor on also means that I have my. Uh, my forearm mounted uh, plasma pistol in addition to my bolt pistol. Yeah. Um, uh, probably, I think,
1: I think we also might be able to say for future. I don't know if Seth would sleep without his forearm mounted weapon. Like, I think it's right. subtle enough that he can sleep with that.
4: Um, I think he's going to wait in his room cause he's, he's safe right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Hearing, I think the the glass breaking as they as they came in. Um, I think he would, uh, uh, with the door still, you know, somewhat barricaded. I think he would smash his bedroom window. <clears throat> he wants to look on the outside of the building and kind of get a, an idea of what's going on.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Can you roll me a perception then? Uh, I would also take a streetwise if you think it'd be more knowing where to look because he's been involved in ambushes before. Uh, if you'd prefer that.
4: Uh, They're actually exactly the same. I'll say perception. Um, Oh, right. This is a really good stat for me. (laughs) I forgot (laughs) it was... Yeah, okay. Uh, One yellow, four green. Um, At what difficulty, sir?
1: Uh, I will say difficulty two. I don't think this is... super complicated in terms of what you'd be looking for which is just like are there more coming where did they come
4: from yeah um plus two boost dice to perception rolls so i'll kick that in as well with my integrated aspects yep okay and i'll roll three successes two advantages
1: three successes two advantages um you look up and see there is a hovercraft comparable to a small shuttle with four anti-grav generators at each of its corners. It looks almost rectangular mm-hmm. in terms of delivery with its with its sides open. It's clearly an advanced model. It's not anything you've seen with any of the, the transportation around the city. However, it is pulling up in a way. Clearly, they're cutting their losses on what has happened here. Uh, And you see two rockets uh, spiral up from the defenses around uh, the floor, the ground floor level of the Bolter Express, Mm -hmm. uh, and both slam into it. uh, And it is going down in a crash. Are you looking for anything particular about this before it is eviscerated? I asked because you had some advantage.
4: Yeah, as I think foolish as it would be, like it's just unlikely, but any kind of house livery uh, (laughs) on the side of these uh, hovercraft or anything like that?
1: Or any um, any
4: kind of identifier?
1: No, which is interesting in and of itself. It is entirely bare metal. And you would have to guess based on if it's something that you did today, uh, this would only have been a quick response of the last hour, maybe two, to get a whole flight team together, to organize an ambush, to go slowly enough to get past the security here. Um, Odds are, if this had been, like you couldn't have had a house vehicle and stripped the color off of it. So there's something interesting in the fact that this is not probably a house
4: strike. That's very interesting. Um, Because the data slate, this is for you, Seth Corbin. I think Seth thought that he had been found out when he planted those devices on um, Lucian Bane, Lucia Bane. Um, So that is something that he's very keen to kind of keep track of mentally
1: and you Uh, get that half second to marvel before it slams into a building further down the street and the explosion of debris is so violent you have to duck back inside because it would be really depressing to learn that and then die because you (laughs) took a rock in the skull
4: yeah Uh, and then Seth is basically waiting to counter ambush anyone trying to get into his bedroom Uh, so he is he is cloaked and he is taken up a discreet position in the room with his gun leveled at the door great Mina Mm -hmm.
1: Outside, you see uh, Warden advancing, opening fire, and you see someone roll in front of the door, like roll past the opening, so you know they are out there and what is happening. Uh, What do you do?
3: Yep. So she's just joining the fray. She's going to run out. Maybe she grabbed a towel, if that's possible, in the moment. (laughs) But otherwise, she is wearing a shield, and she is going to go after that other combatant, like checking out the room if she can even see anyone else.
1: But... Yeah, this is a weird thing to note, but I think this would probably be the most comfortable for you in terms of being exposed with Warden, because you're aware that he has absolutely no care. Like, you're right. both just servants of a job. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And she's not even, her brain is not even there at the moment. It right. is not, yeah. and it, it's, yeah, it's just more like, get this done and protect, and
4: is it if is she it heard Nero's like here. Is it a wet towel, like the ultimate locker room weapon? Like, you are gonna <laughs> fucking <laughs> take someone's eye out? <laughs> No,
3: like wearing, wearing, a, possibly wearing a tiny bit of towel. I, I
1: think what we could, do you know what? Let, let's combine this with your attack roll and we'll just find out how cool this is. And okay, then we yes. Can just roll I just feel like, re- of cool.
3: regardless, for, for visual's sake, I feel like it's one of those situations where she's fighting, but it's perfectly like all shot so that the shield is covering her in every I was gonna
1: say, absolutely. No, matter, <laughs> no matter how this, is, this goes down in terms of coordination, no one is getting to ogle Amina right. during this
2: fight. This oh, is right. an action this movie, is like a Jackie bad. Chan level of yeah, lights like, or right. like a yes. Van Damme where it's just like his junk is always somehow covered no exactly. matter what string yeah. yeah. exactly. Rash yeah. can lids for sure yeah
4: yeah yeah. yeah. yeah
3: that's, perfect. that's perfect it's perfect yeah, yeah. Um, she um, doesn't so let's, care
1: let's roll uh the the melee light attack then with the shield again so All it'll right. be difficulty 2 with two purple uh and you have to add one setback for uh it being clumsy uh, from the shield and add a boost because you are coming in on somebody from behind who's busy right. dodging attacks from elsewhere
3: okay so let me double checking my numbers three and two so two green three yellow two purple one blue and one black yes i got four successes two advantage another smashed into the ground person with this shield
1: yeah, I think that's the answer. You, you catch them mid-roll uh, as they are off balance. And I'll even say you could stomp on a foot to stop them from getting away. And then how do you finish them with a the shield? And on the way out the door, you actually grabbed a towel and managed to snap it around yourself and like knot it at a hip with one there you hand. Go. perfect. Stomp smash. So yep. h- how they die.
3: Yeah, she just like stomp smashes and she's, the, the sound of it is probably odd and terrifying because it's like, wet noises, like foot slaps, like slap, 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 and then just a yell, like in the middle of the the empty nothing, like, Aah! and just came down with the shield <laughs> and like smashed them like a wild, feral, wet animal with her hair just like slopping around and... The shield on, probably the shield is like the glowing blue. So it's like complete blackness and just like underlit with blue glowing is the last thing that they see before their face gets smashed in.
1: Yeah, so they're they're (laughs) dodging away from red bolts and then die by blue lightning uh, attached to a shield. Uh, At which point outside here, everyone is dead, but you know you did hear attacks and screams for Warden from the other room. Mm. I'm imagining you and Warden go for Nero's door together.
3: That's, yeah, that's where she would be headed for sure, taking the corner around.
1: Fabulous. The two of you kick open that door uh, and find a decapitated body and another body bleeding out and dead, both clearly dispatched in close combat. With Nero, his arm stuck to the side of his bed and his other hand raised, Nero, what do you say to try to explain what they're looking at?
2: Yeah, we're gonna need to uh back off on the whole uh Count Cornos thing. trust me. okay and then I'll just throw up on myself. <laughs>
0: This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Del Tastic on Twitter as Sister Olian Mina, and our game master, Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. D E L B O R O V I C. Our theme song is "The Hordes" by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks "No Control" and "Chief" by Jahzar. J A H Z Z A R. Available at freemusicarchive.org.
1: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Menicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noelle Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zedd, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Not Powers Fry. Stabby Stranger and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumb dice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you.
3: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
5: flourish.
4: Hi folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds.
5: Really, Big Monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word?
4: The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space.
0: There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze.
4: This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that?
0: Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million B.C.?
4: Where are we?
2: Space?
4: Can you narrow that down?
2: The bad part?
4: Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.